Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Football Outsider Show. My name is Justin Reith and I'm uh, joined by my fellow Fantasy Football Outsiders. Hey, how's it going? I'm Stefan Cladis. I'm uh, last year's reigning champ, looking to uh, come back for another title. And I got here with me... Uh, uh, what's up? My name's Julian. Uh, I have the best uh, record in our league's history at 15-1 and one in a near-perfect season. Uh, what's up? I'm Jake. Uh, I'm the newbie, so I have all the beginner's luck on my side. 2-0 so far, so that's what I got going for me. What's up? It's Grant. Uh, my fun fact is I made three straight fantasy championships, and I'm the only person in our fantasy league to go back-to-back in fantasy championships. And I'm Ryan, and I can say I'm the true outsider because I am not in the football chat with all of them. <laughs> so I am on the true outside, and I'm just hearing them talk about trades all day about what's going on. Yeah. So this is our week two recap show, our first annual show, you know. Yes, sir. It might be a little bad, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll work through it. We'll work through it. That's how it's going to be. So, by the week. I mean, injuries. What can we say about injuries, bro? Lots of them. Caffrey, yeah, man. that's a risk. A CMC. A lot of injuries. If there was like a a news caption for just to summarize week two altogether, it would be injuries. Like every single game, you saw so many of them, and like not to just like normal people on the team, like to stars, offensive yeah. and defensive too. Yes, it yeah. was bad. If you walked out with no injuries, you're celebrating this week. Really? Yeah. Basically, yeah, the top two picks going out with injuries and McCaffrey and Saquon. I know there are a lot of teams. Like, like Jimmy in our league has McCaffrey and Devontae. And Shout both of those Jimmy. guys went and got hurt this week. Shout out Jimmy. And but, his kid, bro. And his kid. And his kid. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. But, I mean, Saquon getting hurt, too, also is a really big blow to the Giants and fantasy owners alike. Uh, Raheem Moster, that one's kind of a rip. He and has a sprain MCL. I think he's only supposed to be out for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. The entire 49ers, man. The entire yes. 49ers. Yes. Absolutely the whole team. So, also, I have that defense in the league. I dropped them, like, to be 100% honest. Because yeah, Nick Bosa's gone for the too. year. Solomon Thomas has gone for the year. Oh, yeah. Those are guys Richard that are going to be getting you points. Richard Sherman's been on the IR, their best corner. So, like... The team that was one of the top-scoring defenses last year and what took them to the Super Bowl is decimated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely knows, decimated. what the year's going to be like now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Jimmy Garoppolo's gone too. And, oh, George Kittle. That, I, how do you guys feel about George Kittle now with no Jimmy Garoppolo? It's, I mean, tough. he's... He's proven in the past to still be pretty effective with trash quarter, not trash, but below yeah. average quarterbacks like CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins. Yeah. And like at least trash. he he and Nick yeah. Mullins yeah, have a rapport with each other. So, you know, I feel like I there will be some kind of chemistry. Be if anyone on that offense is still gonna be viable, it's gonna be Kittle. I think his value has dropped though significantly. It's dropped, but he I think he's still good. The one thing that's tough for them too is that the NFC West is White stacked. AR division. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with Devontae, uh, that's not going to be like a lingering thing the whole year, or do you think It's so? a hamstring, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, but he's he's I mean, had hamstrings yeah, in previous I mean, years that have messed him up. for everyone, just like, but, I feel like the, that's the one injury that always kind of lingers with people, especially if they try to rush it's gonna come back too quick. Well, especially since their number one receiver would then be... Lazard or, or yeah, whoever. Lazar I saw that. Marquez Valdez Scanley. He probably could have gone in the second half, but they were just blowing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, because Aaron Jones yeah. was going crazy. They were crazy. So I think he wanted to come back did. in the game. Yeah, the coach was probably yeah, like, "Don't we don't need you, bro? Like, there's no point for you to get worse because we're killing the Tough Vikings." Tough for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Tough for Aaron Rodgers. I think we can both agree that the two teams that really. Got rocked on Sunday were the 49ers and then the Broncos. Portland yeah. Sutton. Drew Drew Lock Lock now. Yeah. Both lenses already hurt. Did they just signed Blake Bortles? Yeah. I just saw. That's so that's bad. So bad. All you Jaguars looking out there, you yeah. can root for your man. The boat. <laughs> what is Blake Bortles going to bring to them, though? Hey. Um, Took him to a, a body. An AFC championship. At this point, they need a body. Is he really going to be better than whoever they have now? 
I mean, I don't think he's going to be starting. I think the Broncos are. I'm sure he'll be the backup to Driscoll. Really, Jeff Driscoll. Probably. I mean, Driscoll wasn't terrible. Like they kind of had a chance to win on the low. Yeah, okay. And Cortland Sutton. That's a rip. That's a big real. So, but that's going to be big for Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler, the two rookies. Because this year Cortland Sutton was supposed to pop. Cortland Sutton was supposed to pop. It's definitely the headline of week two. Yeah. His uh, injuries. Philip Lindsay. It's tough too. Yeah. So uh, transition into our first segment. We're gonna go with uh, fantasy winners and losers. And honestly, I think the biggest winner from week two fantasy was in the Thursday night game. Nick Chubb. Really? really? I yeah. He, Bro. He I, he had a great. He had a terrible week one. And I think like week two is like if you were, if you're a fantasy owner of him, then I think it's like it gives you like. Yeah. So as a as a Nick Chubb owner. Like, I was loving every second of yeah. that game. I was like, hell yeah, bro. They're giving the ball to him. Like, he's setting up their whole offense. And, like, I hope the Browns see that. Like, when Nick Chubb gets the ball early and a lot during the game, their performance is so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't look terrible. I and mean, Kareem Hunt had a really good game, yeah. too. So, that's what I was getting to next. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that could have been a big winner. But you look at Kareem Hunt, he was out there yeah. for a lot of snaps yeah. and got a lot of carries, and he still got two touchdowns, right? They both had two touchdowns? He's definitely touchdowns. starter quality. Yeah. Bro, so, Kareem Hunt, is. Kareem if you Hunt have him, he's a flex, Chubb. for sure. Definitely. But as a Nick Chubb guy, I was like, dang, like, Especially I want to see Nick Chubb out there. Like, he had a potential to get five touchdowns that game. Yeah. Yeah, five rushing did. touchdowns. Got we one. counted every single one of them that he could have got. And I was like, bro, like, if there was no Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb could be like a top three fantasy player, like guaranteed. Yeah. But yeah. that's not the situation. I think it just goes to show that the Browns' offense, their their O line has gotten better. But I think what matters the most for Chubb's success is like games that they're going to be up against, like probably lower level teams. Mm-hmm. They're going to try and run the ball a lot. And he's got a kill. From Minnesota, and he's a big runner, play-action guy. Mm-hmm. So they're going to rely on that. But I think in games where they're getting blown out, mm-hmm. like when they're playing the Ravens, yeah, I think it's going to be tough for the run game. But yeah, we'll definitely. see. Because you saw the game, the game script of Week One. Nick Chubb only ended with less than ten. Yeah, and I was like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, this guy's supposed to be legit, like legit, legit. Yeah. yeah. And he did that. I was like, dang, that offense looks bad. And then they bounced back. Against lower competition. Yeah. yeah, against yeah. lower competition. So, I want to get into a loser who I have Whoa. on one of my teams, and I think that is Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Not only, I, I mean, on my, team, my expectations there. going into the week were definitely lower than usual because they're playing the Ravens, and the Ravens are probably the best overall team in football. But a big old goose egg. And he put up a big Tough. old goose egg, yeah. and he got a hamstring injury yeah. at halftime. So wow. that's, which just goes right back into our injuries. Goes Double right whammy. back into the yeah. right back into the reserve spot, which is tough because every year it seems like Will Fuller. It seems like this is going to be the year that he puts it together. And I mean, now, if anything, this is DeAndre Hopkins gone. This this is the year. It's tough this that the guy year. can't stay healthy because whenever he's playing, he's a monster. Yeah. Another loser I want to say real quick is uh, he was good last week, but this week he was trash. Was Julio Jones? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to yeah. say that three point four and yeah. half point PPR, bro. He like, also he looks has hurt. a hamstring injury. Yeah. He was literally limping yeah. up and down the field. And that like and another winner because of this was Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yep. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Definitely. Just he balled out. out. And that's what the Falcons do, man. They just keep passing it. Bro, didn't they go to the same college and then he broke all of Julio's records? Like, bro, if you're breaking Julio's records for your college. Like what to come do the you're, same yeah, you're about to do the same shit Julio can do. That's what Bama provides. Definitely. I mean, I had a loser on my team. Um, I thought he was gonna be on the come up, but thankfully I didn't play him. It was Benny Snell. Benny Snell. Benny Snell. That was a Finished hyper with, last uh, week. Negative, negative points. Yeah. Negative point ninety. That's a really good hype man. You <laughs> that is tough. For, but that is yeah. a tough one. That's exactly when you put your eggs on a hype guy week yeah. one, where it's it's week one. Like same anything thing with Boston can Scott. Yeah, Boston Scott yeah. was yeah. bad Boston last week. Scott. They said he got hurt too, or he had a problem. He did. I mean, Gronk. <laughs> Gronk. Gronk. Gronk, yeah. Gronk is point, unplayable. It's yeah. time to unplayable. Gronk, yeah. Gronk. I was hyped on him when we were drafting. I was hyped on him, but I thought about it. Yeah, I thought, I thought about, about it for a hard second. I was like, bro, like, look, this has the opportunity. He's yeah. just out there blocking. I'm gonna yeah. go with the winner though. Uh, I'm liking Julian Edelman a lot. 
I think he's looking bro. a lot better with Cam. He's I think number one target. I think we're going to be talking about Julian Edelman for a couple more yeah. segments because yeah. his name's going to keep popping up. To be sure. honest, and honestly, like Julian Edelman, he was a top ten receiver last year in PPR What's, yeah. formats. Yeah, and people were doubting because they were doubting Cam, but mm-hmm. uh, people don't really remember really the nice. last time Cam was healthy. He was playing with Norv Turner, and he mm-hmm. had the highest completion percentage of his career at seventy percent. And most of that was because he was learning to take his dump offs mm-hmm. and hit his slot guys. And Edelman is slotomatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he's the guy. Yeah, I'm gonna be coming for him, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Okay, another winner I think was Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. he balled out. Three, three rushing. And what a game, man! Crazy yeah. game. You were getting we mad over that. I was game. big mad over that because I almost game. lost because well, of was, that. I was very mad. I don't know if you expect um, three rushing touchdowns from him every week, but I think no, you can't. The ball a lot too. You yeah, can't. So. But the way that offense looks, like there's times where it looks so bad, but when it looks good, it's like okay. This can be scary. Because Dak led the league in pass yards last year. So it's like, now he just has one more option in C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, like, yeah. And Zeke's looking better than ever. So Yeah. yeah. And he's still got Mari Cooper and Michael Gallup, who's yeah. low-key been slumping. I do like what C.D. Lamb is bringing to the table so far. Yeah. In his yeah. first year, he's already balling out in week two. And, yeah, he's playing most and I, think, I think the biggest winner of the entire week... Without even having to say, is Aaron Aaron Jones? Really? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aaron. I mean, when you put up forty five, it's on questionable. It's questionable. That's a rocking. Yeah, it is a rocking. Good thing he was on my team. (laughs) So going into our next segment, we're thinking waiver wire pickups, and honestly, I think everybody's number one target should probably be Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Yeah. Yeah, That's easy. Handcuffs. Four to to six weeks, he'll be a nice RB two, maybe a flex. Mm And probably more of a flex, but yeah, I'd say I'd say it's a good pickup. Also, Johnny Smith, if he's available in any league, still <laughs> just pick that man up. I have no PTSD from yeah. that. Yeah, man, bro. after what he did, this <laughs> he dropped two on crazy. your head. Yeah, Tyler Higby, though. Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Yeah. Yeah. So, I did not think that was going to happen. I'm trying to trade for him, honestly. Yeah. Tyler Higby balled at the end of last year, he really did. He and did. he was the reason I got to the championship again. Or not the reason, but one of the reasons. And it's like it's encouraging to see him carry that forward mm-hmm. to this season because it's like, okay, now he has a connection with Jared Goff, and Jared yeah. Goff trusts him to mm-hmm. make plays and make catches. So I feel like Tyler Higby should be a guaranteed start almost every week. Rams offense is nice. Feels like anyone on that team could pop off any week. Yeah. D'Angelo Henderson, that's another guy oh, who, yeah. can, when Cam Akers went out of the game this week with a rib injury, I think Malcolm Brown was also kind of banged up. Yeah. yeah. D'Angelo Henderson went off for uh, 12 carries, like 84 yards in a tutty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could be worth, you know, a waiver. He should be definitely available in most leagues. And honestly, it just goes down to they're just so well coached. Yeah. Like, you could play anybody in there, and Sean McVay is going to. Exactly. Get some fantasy points out of them. And like they did spend a third round pick on him last yeah, year. So they will be worth something. Yeah, for they real. Speaking of another guy trying to prove his worth, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. That could be a pretty sneaky good pickup for, for sure. the 49ers. He's finally going to earn his money there, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. remember they paid him to that they big contract? They gave him a lot of money. And he was going to be the dude and then he tore his ACL. Yeah. And it's like now he is the sole guy purely due to the, the injuries that they sustained. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. He has the opportunity now to like. He converted that third and thirty-one in the crazy. game this last week. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy comeback. Yeah, I think a super sleeper for the waiver wire pickup could be Jordan Reed, because you have to keep oh, in mind, of course, his, his Jordan his Reed. concussions that always pop up. But he oh, he looked really good last week. I feel like he's he not. Good. The, I feel like the rest of the season you're not gonna get that protection no, out of but, him. not one time but, but it's it's a it's, it's a promising sign that that's not a if kittle, that's not if a kittle is out yeah. reed is probably worth the stream but if kittle's playing yeah. i think it's yeah. not as out of date targets so maybe for yeah. you 20 20 man league fans out there <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. he could he could be worth something that's crazy can't but imagine playing that never know all right so next segment is uh sweat or no sweat so you've watched uh nfl fantasy live you've uh, <laughs> seen this segment shout out adam and, rank yeah shout out adam rank michael uh, fabiano Mark yeah. so y'all rocked us so many times yeah, bro <laughs> so first player i'm gonna go joe mixon how we feeling we sweating about him uh, or so or, or or as we like to call the him Bengals to, to mixon. offense is Absolutely horrendous to watch. It is, and Joe Burrow actually balled out a mm-hmm. little bit, but 
Their line is just so bad. They're not going to so be in many opportunities to be running. So I guess exactly. your, your real hope is is Mixon going to be a big factor in the pa- in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And is he maybe going to convert a little bit into the slot, maybe? Yeah. Or let's see what they can do over the next course of the week. Just, last week against the Browns, he caught all four of his targets for 40 yards. He had 16 rushing attempts the week before against the Chargers, who look, are looking like a pretty good yeah, defense. Definitely. He had 19 carries yeah. for 69 yards. So his yards per attempt are not good right yeah, now. Yeah. So that just goes to show that the line is but the yeah. thing, not good. Joe Mixon is almost like Leonard Fournette a couple years ago, where he he's gonna get the volume. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, you're telling me Giovanni Bernard is gonna steal yeah. into Joe no, Mixon. He shouldn't. But there were there were some questionable plays where Giovanni Bernard was yeah. in, and that's the thing. Blocking and Joe Burrow was still getting rocked yeah. in the backfield. That's yeah. that's and my it next just point. Like it's not working. Is that Joe Mixon? Whenever I see the Bengals, because I'm a Chargers fan, so I watched Week One, and then they were on uh, national TV, so we saw that too. Uh, the one thing that screams to me whenever they play is Joe Mixon is so underutilized. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like even though he's getting his yeah. 19 carries, they're not coming at the right places or at the right times. Yeah. Or like they're not putting him in a position to be the focal point because they're going to go as far as Joe Mixon will take them. Like yeah. we don't know if their quarterback's going to be like going to be able to uplift them and carry them. Yeah, like sure. Joe Mixon is a centerpiece on that offense. It's definitely something if you have Joe Mixon on your team, it's definitely something to keep an eye out. You're sweating yeah. a little bit, yeah. but you don't have the rag out like yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It just sucks that people spend like second and third round. Yeah, picks on the price them. was so, so high. The price was really high. Do every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. And especially around players like Eckler and Sanders and Jacobs and there's just so many all those guys and all those and yeah. Nick Chubb and all those guys all have performed good. And it's yeah. like, dang, Joe Mixon was the one dude who like. Can't off. put it together. But you never know what's gonna happen. It's week two. You know. Yeah, they could be super sweat. Super soaker sweat later, but so another another person that I can think of right at the top of my head is Julio Jones, Mr. Julio, because hmm. I know a lot of people took him in the first round. Maybe if he fell to you in the second round, but Julio Jones, you might have to have the sweat rag out a little. Which goes back to his injury, of course. But as the Julio owner in our league at the moment, I would say. I mean, I'm sweating on a decent amount of players on my team because I've been getting rocked. But out of those guys, I would probably say I'm sweating on Julio the least. Yeah, He's always kind of banged up throughout the year, and he still always plays and manages to put up numbers. Uh, Looking at his stats last year, he had like five stinker games, and like the rest of them were like over 15 or 20. So I'm going to just chalk this up as one of his stinkers and move on to week two. So, yeah. Also, it depends if he's going to be a factor in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Bro. Because he never, he never, he never, he never gets in the end zone. My it's, thing is, like, and you, Calvin Ridley is scoring. Yeah. And it adds so. up. I saw this stat, and it was like Calvin Ridley has the same amount of touchdowns as Julio Jones in like half the amount of games. Yeah. Really? Sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's crazy how much like Julio doesn't catch touchdowns. Really when he's this huge receiver, huge receiver. That, that's, with Matt Ryan, that's my thing with him. Is like, what does he, he does? He doesn't catch any of these touchdowns, and he still finishes as a top three receiver. Yeah. So if he can just get a couple fluke breakaway touchdowns, mm-hmm. then like I'll be happy with it. You know, I'm def. If I had Julio, I'm definitely not sweating because he's one of those players yeah. where like you pick him for a reason because you know you're you're guaranteed that production. Yeah. There's no way Julio's just going to fall off, yeah. you know? Yeah. If in, like, three weeks we're still having this conversation of, like, dang, where was Julio on Sunday? Then it's like, okay, like, what's really going on here? Now yeah. I'm like, dang. But then he won't have trade value at that point sure. of what he used to have. Yeah. So that's definitely, like we were saying earlier, that's just something that you got to always keep in the back of your head. Keep an eye on him. Now for one of my favorite players on uh, my favorite team, Mr. Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's another story. Sweat. Yeah, I would, you got your yeah. I would be sweating too. Like low key dropped. Yeah. Like if you if you're playing Carson Wentz, like if he has another bad week, like in our league, we're pretty sweaty on fantasy. So yeah. like he's not even on any teams right now. There's so many other quarterbacks that you yeah. can go with. I'd rather Minshew, have Gardner Minshew. Exactly. Tannehill yeah. has been playing like a top sure. ten quarterback. I'd rather uh, play Joe Burrow. Ryan Tannehill. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was well good last week. He's getting past the And Wentz is just overthrowing yeah, everything. Patrick instead of him. Sure. Bro, it's crazy because, like, Miles Sanders was still pretty good last week. And it's like if the Eagles had any, like, brain on offense. Yeah. 
Like, mm-hmm. that man could be insane. Eagles, Absolutely insane. Eagles definitely got worse, and the Cowboys got better, which is uh, How about the Cowboys? not good for my NFC. We liking, the boys, but Time to move on. Yeah. It's not looking like Yeah. Right. I, I think in fantasy, it's time to move fantasy, on. Fantasy, definitely, yeah. But as a quarterback in total, I mean... It does suck that he has no no receivers to throw. I don't know, there. bro. They drafted Hurts for a reason. Yeah, that they right. did. They, yeah. You don't just do that to clown, bro. That is true. <laughs> like, uh, time will tell. What uh, what are we thinking about Derrick Henry Derek at Henry. the moment? He yeah. still has yet yeah. to score a touchdown this season. Really? I have that man. Not yet. I don't think. And I am so disappointed. Did he hit 100 yards in week one? Yeah. yeah. He did? Okay. He did. It's just teams like. I wouldn't say that Ryan Tannehill isn't, like, a good quarterback, because he is, but, like, teams just focus on Derrick Henry, so it kind of... Because Tennessee's yeah. look yeah. good. It's just Derrick Henry Why wouldn't you focus Derrick Henry? Yeah, it's, exactly. like, it's like the year Todd Gurley as a rookie popped off, and then, and then remember and the and second then, year, everyone had so much yeah. hype, and then the defenses were just like, okay, this running back is the only capable person on their offense. We're going to load the box. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then, you remember Todd Gurley was really bad that year for fantasy, like below everyone's expectations mm-hmm. like that could very well be derrick henry yeah. this coming season but i don't see that happening. i don't think that's gonna happen i don't see it it's just it's just tough that he doesn't catch the ball too for and a fantasy yeah. aspect especially in ppr formats yeah. and they went against the jaguars man like yeah, I, the jaguars, I think that's a team that he jaguars jaguars destroyed is... so many times and they finally <laughs> yeah he was finally yeah. due for a bad to put a stop so to this guy. That's just, that <laughs> offense is looking really potent i think uh you know, I think he'll be fine. Okay. As his owner, I'm nice. not sweating it one he's bit. Throwing four touchdowns. He's getting the ball almost 30 times a game. For real. You know, 30? Wow. That's crazy. So yeah. not, he is, not he's guaranteed to get bit. something. He's That's getting Minnesota this week. Let's see. That's yeah. like Le'Veon numbers when he was at his peak with mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. It was like guaranteed 25, 30 carries a game. On question. I think he's going to pop off for sure. Just give us some time. Definitely. With all these touches, he's going to get a touchdown sooner or later. Probably this no week. I can guarantee it. He's kind of just warming up right now. And he always tends to do better towards the end of the season. So As yeah. we saw last season, he, he's warming up. He's he is a so second-half player. 30 points this week, maybe. Yeah, 30, there we go. So I, I, have a feeling, prediction. I have a feeling this one might be a quick one, but how are we feeling about Austin Eckler? Hmm. I only say yeah. that because of the amount of touches and this the snap count was almost even last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm is. not sweating if you drafted him as your RB two. Like it because he put up what like 16. He had good numbers, week. but it's just like he could have so much more. Like when they're in the end zone, they just give it to Joshua Kelly, and it's yeah. like, bro, like that is tough. You is paid tough. Eckler a four year extension for a reason. Kelly, yeah, Kelly is a reason he has flex potential. I think. Mm-hmm. I, think I thought that's who Jimmy was gonna play because Christian McCaffrey got hurt. I thought Joshua Kelly was his running back that he was gonna sub in for Christian McCaffrey, but then he I traded him. Both of them are now like flex. Yeah, like, mm. but I feel like Eckler is still. I think Eckler is a little bit higher. Than a little higher. I feel like he's a lot higher, bit higher. I mean, yeah. if you have him at your RB two, it all it all depends because Eckler is only going to be better, bro. Because the last he hasn't scored. It's all just been yeah. rushes and receptions, and he's been like putting up pretty decent numbers. RB two range numbers. It also and it's like you could be RB one if you scored. Yeah. Like, if if you were in the ball game instead of Joshua Kelly, you could be a top five fantasy running back. But we're not talking about that because the coaching staff doesn't do that. Yeah. Time to see if they start using him in the red zone more. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, at this point in the season, we're keeping our rags in our pockets for a lot of these players. <laughs> still yeah. early on, you know. It is definitely still early on. So uh, the next segment, one of all, all of our favorites, is a uh, hype train. <laughs> so how are we feeling about... Uh, who could we talk about for a hype train? There's a lot Josh of people. Jonathan Taylor. I would. I was thinking Josh Allen. I'm hype train. Josh Allen. I'm all aboard. Yeah. I'm all aboard. Yeah. That is a, Give me my ticket, bro. I got my a, bags that's packed. That's a top three. I mean, just watching him run over like three linebackers. Yeah, facts. That was last cool. week. Was, and he's been like that. Like oh, yeah. he doesn't care. He'll yeah. run people over, bro. Yeah. yeah. You he know the jump, team He was that. jumping over people mm-hmm. his rookie season. He's he's thrown for 700 plus yards, six touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. I, through two weeks, the only other quarterbacks to do that are Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Patty Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And, and look at all those Josh guys. Allen. Yeah. Look at all those guys. That's a list of names that's to be a mentioned with. That's a dark horse MVP. I agree. I agree with you strongly. While we're on the topic of dark horse MVP quarterbacks, Cam Newton. Yes. yes. How are we feeling yes. about the hype train? I would, I would absolutely. 
I wish. Crazy. I was I fiending for a trade. I mean, Cam Newton. but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, like... Well, we're always talking in fantasy. Yeah, yeah fantasy we're, terms, yeah. bro. We're always talking fantasy. But I, the thing with fantasy Cam Newton... The thing with Cam Newton that could potentially be really crazy for this season is the way that they use him around the goal line. Yes. Literally, if it's with five-yard line, yeah. it's like, it's you, crazy. you always got to be Cam. Yeah. Yeah. That is why he's number five in all offense. Yeah. 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 I mean, really? he could end up scoring a, a lot. lot. He already has close to his MVP, bro. He could put up 20. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could score 20 rushing points. Bill Belichick wants him to. Bro, Bill Belichick doesn't care. He's the king of doing shit like that. Where, like, the fantasy rockings, like, Cam Newton's just going to get it all the time. He did it with Tom Brady. Why would he not do it with Cam Newton? For sure. Cam Newton is so much more of an athlete. He's all about putting up points and... For that's, real, that's if, how they, that's how he doesn't care if it's pretty. He's no. just like get it in the end zone. I don't care. End. And if the best chance is with Cam Newton rushing it, yeah. which it is, why not run it every time? Definitely. I think one of the, another person for a hype train candidate who I added on my team is a uh, Russell Gage hey. from the Falcons. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about I, that. Just a just a maybe it's a sleeper. He's testing. It's, we, it's week two. It depends know. on Julio's performance, especially with Calvin Ridley, because I think Calvin Ridley's still gonna go off. Yeah. However, if Julio doesn't get the touches, then sure. Yeah. Maybe I, as a flex. Potentially, potentially. But could I, be a flex. Yeah. I don't know. Shootouts. Yeah, it, it's also because Matt Ryan is throwing the ball like yeah. Yeah. fifty times a game. I'm sleeping on that. I'm gonna let that train yeah, pass. That's but. A, he has the capability because Matt Ryan can throw for 500 yards any game he yeah, wants. Absolutely. And there's mouths to feed on that offense, so it's like someone's got to get the production. He's that the is fourth true. or fifth option, though. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Though. He's still yeah. producing. Like the Falcons' game management and the way that their defense just collapses in the second half of oh games, like the Falcons are always going to be playing catch-up, which is going to be good for all the receivers. Yep. Yeah. For Who real. knows? Maybe in a couple weeks we'll, we'll have a different answer. Maybe he'll keep performing and... Yeah. We'll add him to our hype train. I think I think next Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Possibly one of the uh I am in the owner of this Jonathan week. Taylor and let me tell you, all the trades that I've been getting in the last twenty four hours just ten o'clock last night I got seven trades in about two minutes and reject instantly all of them. I think he's gonna go absolutely off against the Jets this week. Just crazy. So I have to it. say this: if you're not already on the Jonathan Taylor hype train, then like I would get on. You're yeah, yeah. you need to mm-hmm. get on if you're if it's even possible. And the Colts are on because you probably got left yep. at the station, bro. Like honestly, mm-hmm. that train is gone. Yep. So you don't think uh, Naheem Hines has any? Nah, bro. No, he doesn't have any say. In he'll have he'll he'll be whatever. Like last week, he was he had one catch. Yeah, he, he did. Was, yeah, yeah. He, I, he, I, and I Jonathan Taylor got like 27, 26 carries. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's insane. I will say for a Philip Rivers offense. After that first week, I was kind of up there and like maybe I should get him, but yeah. after that second week, he can't be consistent. No. He no, can't. He can't at all. He, what did he finish with? For Heinz. Well, Heinz over 100, yeah, 101 Heinz. rushing yards. Yeah. Bonkers. So that's, that kind of sucks. So what about uh, what about Noah Fant? Bro. Because he's been I, very, very I'm good. on that train. That's Even good. though the Broncos quarterback situation is murky now, mm-hmm. like I totally see like... He was the bright spot in both yeah, their games. Bro. Yeah. He's, he's their okay. offense. He's their offense. You watch the games and like when he gets the ball, it's yeah. big plays. Yeah. It's important yeah. plays. Like, he's the guy they're looking for. Got four out of his five mm-hmm. targets. Yeah. He's going to be like... He's like Gronk. He's or a like stud. Julius Thomas. Yeah. He's a stud. Like Julius Thomas that one year. The him and Peyton Manning. I feel like there's team. no way he doesn't finish top 10 yep. at yeah. this position. And he's only going to get better. It's crazy. Well, and the Broncos wide receiving core is uh, not doing so well. So Yeah. That's All a good right. one. So, I'm thinking of... Uh, hmm. Calvin Ridley? Everybody's that's everybody, on the that's, board. That's, We've yeah. left the station. We're ten miles down. Yeah. The road. What about what about Kareem Hunt? Are we same thing, bro? Kareem Hunt. Kareem I mean, Hunt, it's I, just because he's a backup that I think it. It's like I want to. I want to like him, of course, and I want to have him like in a flex position or a running back two position. But I don't know with Nick Chubb there. It just got. It doesn't seem like I feel like the way the Browns look at it is that they don't have. Oh, they're probably like one A one B with those guys. True. And, like, the touches have reflected that. Yeah. And the production also has. Mm-hmm. They've both been going bonkers. And even in the game where the Ravens smacked them down, Kareem Hunt was still effective. Yeah. So, in, in games where they're going to be up, they're going to be running the ball with both guys. In games where they're going to be down, Kareem Hunt is their pass catching back. So, yeah. he's going to be in the game. And that's what 
quote unquote handicaps Nick Chubb in that yeah. capacity because when it is those shootout games, like yeah. Kareem Hunt's on the field. Kareem Hunt is definitely mm-hmm. worth having. So like last yeah, week or week one, Kareem Hunt had thirteen attempts, and week two he had ten. But both of those times he had seventy two yards and then eighty six yards. His yards per attempts, his yeah, his yards per attempt are insane. Mm-hmm. And then his targets, he got six targets in week one. And he only got two last uh, last week, and that's because they were pretty good and yeah. up ahead. But it's like still, that's yeah. an insane amount. I of think we can production. all agree It's looking like he's going to produce. Yeah, yeah. It looks, It's looking like we're all buying a ticket to the Kareem Hunt <laughs> uh, hype train. Definitely good way to put it. So uh, the next segment that we're going to transition into is keep or trade. So like one guy could be Aaron Jones. He he's gotten forty five and <laughs> what thirteen week one. You're obviously gonna keep him. Well, but, hold on. Well, well, hold on. You could. <laughs> what you could do. I have. I'm a Aaron Jones owner, and I could trade him and possibly get a lot in case he, in the hopes that he could decline, or I could keep him and just ride him out. What do you guys think? See, I think Aaron Jones, like he had his forty five point monster game. Mm-hmm. I feel like. You're not going to get one of those again in the year. You'll get a thirty, yeah. a high thirties game. Oh, which I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, with. which you're totally fine I'm with. Totally cool. But with it's that. like, Aaron Jones last year he led the league in rushing touchdowns with a lot. With a lot. Like so, 19, it's like nineteen. Touchdowns. At the beginning of the year, I was telling myself, man, he's due to regress in that. Like he's not going to do that again. Yeah. But then two weeks through, here he is with eight. Or, or with four, however many he has already. He's four. got four. Yeah. And it's like, bro, yeah, imagine if he had eight, bro. That would be crazy. Bro, insane. But, like, here he is, and he's doing the same thing. So it's like, you have to say to yourself, like, I'm going to get that production out of yeah. this guy. But if you're getting an insane offer for him that, like, you can't refuse, mm-hmm. now is a time where his value is the highest, where you can get the most in return. You can yeah. you can probably get a lot for him. Was, What's the offer that you would shoot for? I don't know. Honestly, like... Yeah, I, as a I'm Kareem Hunt, a, I'm, or a, as a, I'm a running back heavy fantasy owner, so I would probably want another running back. But I don't know if that means another good Alvin Kamara, or if that means like a good running back and a good receiver, or if I just ride him out. I don't know. Yeah. I I honestly really like my team this year, but what would you I think would, of an offer of like if they gave you someone like a Julio and maybe a running back like a Austin Eckler? What if someone's saying you that offer for Aaron Jones? How would that make you feel? I probably wouldn't accept. It would probably have to be like, I. What if it was Mike Evans and Austin Eckler? Just no, just because Austin Eckler. Really? So your question I, mark on yeah, Austin Eckler? Yeah, just because he Kenyon Drake and Mike Evans for Aaron Ooh, Jones. I feel like that's worse. If if I didn't have Kyler Murray, I would possibly do that. But I don't like having quarterback running back. But Kenyon Drake has not shown out entirely as like everybody thought he would but it's only week two and i think he's gonna definitely he's gone because kyler murray's gotten what three rushing touchdowns yeah Yeah. nice he he's crazy i feel like if you have aaron jones that's the bare minimum you have to accept for a trade you need a got guys of that stature of their name and Mm -hmm. the production that you know is going to come with that Mm -hmm. like nobody less than two of those players for aaron jones right now but it just sucks because say week three and four you only gets like Five points and six points. Then it's then it's like, just goes right, right back, back down, down. Yeah, and you can't get. And then what you I can't. Want. And then I might as well keep him at that yeah, point. That's what I'm saying. Coming that's off a, that 45 point, yeah, it's highest be, it's ever going to be. This will be the time to keep him. Yeah. All right. So time what to about, trade him or time to trade him. Yeah. yeah. What about Le'Veon Bell? Goodbye. Goodbye. Get him out of here. Get him out. Poopy, yeah. stinky. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for him to just stay on the field, man. But like, who who would? And when they are on the field, when he is, he's kind of just. Out there, doing they're the Jets. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, when Le'Veon was playing week one, he had, I think he played the first half and he had six carries. Mm-hmm. And then he gets hurt, and then Frank yeah. Gore comes in the next he, week he and has like, like 24. 24. Yes. I just picked him up today. All Sunday. Confusing. It makes no sense. It's All confusing. Sunday. Why are you going to use Frank Gore in the way that you should be using Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell? Bell? It makes no <laughs> sense. Like, I get that Le'Veon might be kind of washed up because, like, he is getting older and running backs do more washed than Frank fast. Gore. Frank Gore is like, a fossil. Gore, 40 year old. <laughs> come on. Serious. Uh, All Sunday, you were getting so mad about that. You're like, bro, how does Frank Gore have this many carries? Yeah. They don't even use Le'Veon like this. And I'm like, bro, facts. How stupid is the Jets' offense? I mean, the Jets just don't know what they're doing, honestly. Yeah. They're just Hopefully, showing up on Sunday. Dumpster fire. If yeah. you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, you're hoping for an Adam Gase fire halfway mm-hmm. through the season and for an offensive coordinator change and for him to come off the IR. Yeah. 
And that's the fact. That's, and that's a, fact a lot. From, that's a lot to ask for. That's coming from a Le'Veon Bell owner. You need yeah. a lot so, from the That's a lot to ask that for. That is a lot to ask for. <laughs> to hope to happen for your player to be successful. Yeah. Like that, their maybe whole they, offense is just a dumpster fire. Maybe they trade him. Bro, if they did. Hey, maybe he goes to San Francisco. Anywhere. San Francisco. Any other team. Well, Devontae Freeman just He could go to the, the Giants, Giants so. and I think it would be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, he could go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the Giants, bro. They're pretty bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Like, <laughs> the Giants versus so, the Giants. So are, you, oh. so are you saying Devontae Adams or Devontae Freeman? I'm sorry. Is that worth a, an ad? He's I mean, gonna get all the touches. He's, he's worth an ad. Yeah. He's worth he's an ad if yeah. you got someone on your bench where it's like this person is useless. What about, what about flex? Devontae no, Freeman? You Devontae can't. Freeman. Nah, not not this first week. No. Not this first week. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah, not. not the first week. Yeah. Because they could sign him, and then they, he could still get, like, four carries. That's true. They because he's, quote-unquote, learning uh, the playbook. I think they're oh. playing the 49ers. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> Niners. A depleted 49ers team, though. Yeah. Low-key, so, that might I mean, be the move now to play yeah. players against that defense, because who's going to guard anybody? Who knows? Maybe next week we'll be talking about Devontae Freeman on the fantasy winner. But, he scored 50. Yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> so what about uh, Keenan Allen? I think he's really up in the air. I, I he use, has the great potential to bounce back. Yeah. So here's the thing. Right in the secondary league, I saw the future. I knew that he was not going to be that good, so I traded him <laughs> so for Stephon Diggs. So but what I cannot expect is that Tyrod Taylor not being able to play and Justin Herbert going off with mm-hmm. Keenan That's Allen. a smart point. See, that is a good that's point. That's a really, really smart point. You really never know. I'm a Keenan Allen owner, and I'm, Eckler's production as I'm, well. not, I'm, I'm kind of holding out the sweat rag. Because he, he looked a lot better week two, but yeah. week one, he did not look good. So, and they don't really have any other receivers. And Tyrod is week to week, so this can be a yeah. continuing thing where Justin Herbert and Keenan yeah. Allen just go off. As but, a Chargers fan, when I look at this offense, it's totally different now that Rivers isn't there. Because now you have Tyrod, regardless of who's playing, if you're a Keenan Allen owner, for quarterback, like those guys don't have a favorite target. Mm-hmm. Because they're just starting to really play with these guys. Yeah. So the ball is being shared equally. If you watch the games, Hunter Henry has like six to eight receptions. Yeah. Keenan yeah. Allen yeah. has like five receptions. Mike Williams than Keenan yeah. Allen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Mike uh, Williams is kind of. He's been on that team for so long. It just hasn't 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 bounced. Hasn't bounced. I but know. I don't know. This season, they just kind of Ty, the same potential. Tyrod is a very high percentage, like. Be within ten yards. He's a game is, manager, which is what, which yeah. is what tight ends feed off. Like Alex Alright. Smith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like so an Alex Smith. And Austin Eckler. Yeah, but the one week Tyrod did play in week one, that was the same week Eckler only had one target, and Eckler usually gets like five targets a game. They honestly did not look that good too against Cincinnati. No. I, I was expecting a lot. When more I saw the second game, I was like, "Bro, with Justin Herbert, like this just made everyone's potential on offense, mm-hmm. all fantasy options: Keenan, Mike Williams, uh, Hunter Henry, and Eckler. Like just Justin Herbert starting the way the offense looked. This just made everyone's ceilings raise yeah. so much for fantasy because the offense looks so much better. Yep. Yeah. By week seven or ten or yeah. whatever, like give him a couple weeks if Herbert's still in. I'm sure he can. Honestly, he'll figure yeah. out how to run that. I feel like Keenan thinks that he's a lot better than he actually is. In I his agree. Head. Yeah, he he, he was saying he's the best receiver yeah. in the NFC West, and it's like, bro, you got Tyreek Hill. Like, are you serious? But like, I love Keenan Allen as a Chargers. Fan. I, I'm like, a I'm a Keenan. Like, believer. he's a dog, and like, I love that he believes he's in the dog. But like. Sometimes you got to be a little more realistic and be like, All or right, or you me. just got to show out. You gotta yeah, show or you ball out. And then he came out week one and was like missing in action. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like you're talking all that game, talking all that shit. That's why I r- wasted, not wasted, but that's why I spent a third round draft <laughs> in our league. That's kind of haunting me. All right, so uh, Derrick Henry. I think that's a, a good one to, to end, end on. Yeah, Derrick Henry. We keeping him or trading him? I'm keeping him. Keep him. You keep him, it's, you, it's just hard. But, but I think you could still get you a lot. You keep him, but you can definitely still get a lot. L- listen to offers for Derek. Yeah, Henry, listen, so. listen. Listen. And if it's like pass-catching running backs, like who... If it's who, an absurd who, offer, absolutely. Like if someone gave you Clyde Edward T. Lair, yeah. and maybe like a a player of like Julio stature... That could be spicy. Or Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. maybe you... Th- Think about it. I mean, I would take. I that. would take that. Yeah, I would take. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Stefan Diggs, for Derrick Henry. Like, right, yeah, I would not. I think right so. up there. Who has Derrick Henry in our league? You do. Would you Come take on. that? I don't like. I'm not on the Edwards Hilaire train yet. No. Dang. Hmm. 
Okay. Mm. Which is understandable. Which is fair. Yeah. Similar to that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah okay. no, there's a lot of offense. I would take a good right running now. back and a, and a good receiver. If your team is depleted at like wide receiver two or something like that, you, yeah, you, you gotta listen. You send that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you take that. It trade. all it goes team by team. I think there's no reason for anyone to trade away Derek Henry yeah. unless it's week five or six and he's still bumming out. Yeah. This guy is just way too good. Yeah. The, but yeah. that but that's also why he still has value right now because he's a he's a first or second round. The pick. way I'm looking Probably at it, first round. Pick. I think his schedule is looking sure. like he's due for three, four boom games. Yeah. Like yeah. He's gonna go crazy. Yeah, actually, he this could. is your best chance if you want to trade for Derek. Yeah. Exactly. Or true. Way true. This, this is the best chance if you want to trade Derek Henry. If you want to go running back heavies, just you just got to remember the playoffs are week. 14, 15, and 16, and that is when Derrick Henry has a record of feasting. I will say Derrick Henry, though, like, he's looked, like, this is as bad as he's going to be. Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, the way he's playing now, if he were to play the whole season like that, you'd be like, damn, like, that was honestly a big disappointment. But he's not going to be like that the whole year. Mm -hmm. 100% not. Like, he's going to, he has a lot of value. Like, this is as bad as he's going to play. And he's all and potential. His floor is so high. It's like 10, 11 points is the floor. There's nowhere, there's not a running back in sight like behind him. There's no one else to use. Yeah. yeah. No oh, no. He's there, everything. There really isn't. And it's funny. And, we say Derrick Henry is doing bad right now, and he has 200 rushing Yeah, rates. exactly. Yeah, and he's still. Yeah. So, yeah. like, just give it some time. Maybe it was bad for our expectations coming into the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's been getting the touchdowns recently. He hasn't. So. So that's what I'm saying. He hasn't scored yet, and like it's week two, man. he does. He scores a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's as bad as he's gonna play. It's just been game scripts. If you've seen the Titans games, you'll see why. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Just give it time with them. It looks like uh, Tannehill is more pass heavy this year nice. than they were nice. in the playoffs last year. Because last year it was most. It was almost like the Ravens the first year uh, Lamar was good, where they would just run a lot. Their play action is just disgusting mm-hmm. because of Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, hold on. What do we think about AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Because that was a guy where that was a name where like everyone Yes, he's been balling. Johnny Smith balling. Yeah. Suddenly there's a lot more mouths to feed yeah. on that offense. And AJ Brown week 1 was whatever week forgettable. Two, I mean, it's yeah. kind of tough to point your finger, but AJ Brown could be that rising star. He could. He could. That's what I'm saying. Going into He's the year, the most talented. He, one he has yeah. the most talent. Yeah. So yes, I would. And that—that's yeah. why Johnny Smith is going off because there's nobody that's stepping up except for him, and yeah. he seems to be Ryan Tannehill's favorite target at the moment. Yeah. It would if Derrick Henry was able to catch. Going back to the Derrick Henry, if he was able to catch and could consistently get a couple catches for 10, 20 yards, mm-hmm. like maybe in the red zone, they could. Throw to him. They could throw to him or whatever. If I feel like the Titans, if you get within the ten yard line and they, they go, you know out, it's a run. You bro. know it's a run. And if not, Derrick Henry's probably not in the game. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So our last segment of the podcast is uh, top targets, and I think whether it be waiver wire or trading for top targets or whatever, I think my top target would be DK Metcalf. Really? And that's a that's a sleeper. That yeah. He he is I see a touchdown from him every week. Yeah. It's, and it's, like Russell Wilson is just showing the NFL that he's MVP. It's funny because I was thinking for, Tyler Lockett is yeah. a top target. Yeah. Because Russ and that's not, Tyler that's a dynamic all right, duo. Yeah, we were having this conversation the other night, but I want to hear what the other guys have to say about it. Who would you rather have on your fantasy team this year between the two, Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf? Tyler Lockett, one hundred percent. So me and Stefan agree on this with DK I, Metcalf. DK. I, I, DK I mean, Metcalf I'm kind of leaning toward DK. I say a hundred percent. But, but Tyler <laughs> I Thomas I mean, trades fucking. You can away. go back in the stats <laughs> and like Tyler Lockett is. He's still more nice. Than DK. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But get me here. Get me here. It's because Tyler Lockett has been there for a few years now, and he yeah, has a yeah. connection with with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And now this, like, DK was a rookie last year. People yep. forget. Yeah. He was a rookie. Was. And when NFL players make that biggest jump, it's mm-hmm. always in year two. So, like, year. it has this written all over the walls that this is DK Metcalf's, like, passing offense. And uh, Tyler Lockett, to me, 
plays much more like a Deshaun Jackson, a vertical threat, yeah. whereas DK is more like that Keenan Allen receiver where he's he's a possession receiver. He's gonna You're going to go to him on third downs. You're going to go to him on red zones. Yeah. You're going to go to him on the short and intermediate routes. Like so like as a pure receiver and in fantasy football, I feel like this is DK Metcalf's offense. I mean, we've seen Russell Wilson does not care if he's throwing the ball 50 yeah, yards. He, he can haul the ball. Too. And he's so like... Like huge. Russ, Russ has always had like very average receiving cores. Like up to this point, you, you Curse, could you could debate good, who's better between Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett. Baldwin, yeah. DK Metcalf is just a beast, a freak of yeah. nature. That's what I'm saying. He's he built like a Julio. Yeah, he he could be the number freak, one receiver yeah. on a lot of teams. Just looking at pure potential, but number he could one receiver be. on the whole team. He was. I mean, what did he run at the combine? Like a four four. Something yeah, crazy. he's was like two hundred and forty pounds. Like. Uh, that guy's a unit. Remember when that meme came <laughs> that out? That guy could be the best shredded, in the league. And it was like memes of DK Metcalf shredded, and yeah. everyone thought it was Photoshopped. And it's like, nope, that's yeah, just how that, big that, that boy is. is. And yeah. he's a receiver. A monster. He is a monster. Crazy. I think another possible uh, target to look for is Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, I got him. He, he still needs, I, I think the Steelers' offense likes to pass it a lot. and Ben Roethlisberger's back, and so I mean Juju Smith is going to eat up a lot of targets, but Deontay Johnson is really the number two, bro. But hold on, honestly, bro, it's crazy because this guy is going nuts. He had ten targets in Week One, Mm -hmm. right? And he didn't get to play with Ben Roethlisberger last year Mm -hmm. because he was hurt the entire year. Yeah, duck. Yeah, with all those bad quarterbacks, so it's like now he actually has like a Hall of Fame level quarterback who can still make throws. So Week One he had ten targets, and Week Two he had thirteen. Yeah. So going into this year, it's like this dude is getting a lot of targets mm-hmm. and a lot and, of opportunities and with with Juju there still. And he's someone that you could possibly trade for at a bargain. Yeah, because before, before he pops off. Yeah, because honestly, he's on my team, but it's like I have so many players that I trust way more than Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm never gonna play him. Yeah, unless I have to on a bye week or someone gets hurt. Like I'm never gonna play him because even on my bench. I still got Julian Edelman to play, and I still got yeah. Marquise Brown to play, and it's just like I feel like I have depth that I don't really need to use on him. Yeah, and Stephon Diggs too, but like, he's he's producing. He is, he is producer for sure. He is definitely producing. What about Robbie Anderson? Yeah, I don't know about Robbie. Anderson. No, I don't think you gotta. I mean, Robbie Anderson, I feel like does the serve here. Hundred yards both games. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's not to say that like. He's not going to continue to put up numbers, but what are you going to give away for Robbie Anderson? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't see I the mean, trade maybe, value. Maybe You're two like, worst players on your bench. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So why? Like I would. And then you get I a decently get playable yeah. player. Uh, yeah, maybe. I hit up David, who has him. That's, That's a, a trade. David. Shout out David. Yeah, shout out David. Give That's me a- Robbie Anderson. But, <laughs> but I know you're not going to. That's he, a trade that's not going to win you anything, though. Like, he, in NFL leagues, he's only owned in 68%. Jeez, it's crazy. So, like, the number five receiver right now, he has 15 receptions in two games. That's kind of a it's kind of a lot. Who has him in our league? You? Uh, in our league, David. Dave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you just said it. Yeah, so. How do we feel about Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Against the Falcons in week three. I think this, this, this is this is his week. This is week to pop off. I don't think That's he's gonna be consistent with it, but he's gonna get lots of targets. He's, he's gonna, gonna get, get a lot of targets, targets, and he's gonna be there. Especially Mitchell Trubisky has been looking Mitch. above average. <laughs> I would say above his Mitch. average. Above his average, bro. The savior. That's all you can he's say. He's gonna save the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Probably he'll not. be better than Mahomes and Watson. You <laughs> know they're in the same draft class, bro. And he was took first out of those guys. Really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Well, that makes yeah. the Bears look like clowns. Yeah. Well, they are. You clowns. took, bro. That's crazy. But then again, you can never really say, "Oh, I, I saw this in Mahomes or in mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson," because you know, at the time, yeah. Trubisky looked just as good. Yeah. yeah. What did you to go to? Uh, North, North Carolina, Carolina oh, wow. which was strange for a football player. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like they're, they're coming up, North Carolina. Yeah. So I think that mm. means. Uh, we're getting towards the end, but I was thinking we all, before we end the first show, we make one bold prediction Over for week three. I like we'll that. just go go in our order. All right, you want to start? I'll, I'll start. Yeah. I think uh, my bold prediction is that 
Kenyon Drake is finally going to cross the 20-point threshold. Okay. I think Kyler has been vulturing a lot of touchdowns, and the Cardinals are playing the uh, the Lions this week, who just got gashed by Aaron Jones. I think that team is reeling, and I think it's Kenyon Drake's week. 20-plus points. All right. I like that. A Hopefully Kyler still you know, produces because he's on my team, but yeah, why not? All right. Well, I think I said it earlier in the show, but... I think Derrick Henry, 30 points this week. I think the engines are really going to start revving up this this week, and he's going to go absolutely bonkers. Insane. Insane. Absolutely bonkers. All right, so for my bold prediction, uh, I'm going to say this is going to be the first time this year Lamar Jackson is going to score 35-plus. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's bold. If it's any week, it's going to be against Kansas City. It's next week against Kansas City, who's the number 25th-ranked defense against quarterbacks. Like, that's going to be a feasting for Lamar Jackson. And you know that's going to be a shootout. That's going to be the Monday night game? That's going to be a shootout, Monday, great game, bro. Great game. Great game. Lots of points there. Monday night. That's going to be Lamar Jackson's coming out party for this year. Yeah. That's my bold prediction. Okay. Yeah. My bold prediction is just Allen Robinson, honestly, man. It's just him. I think he's going to have a 30-plus game. I think he's going to be there. Atlanta is pretty. That's bold. Pretty, that's a bold pretty, prediction. That's pretty bad. I'm going to stay with my bold prediction. All right, all right, all right. Keep with it. I'm going to stay with I would be very just impressed. He's been trying Jeez. to show off to get that contract. Just as so. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> if you're right on that, I'll dap you up for that, bro. Like, that's bold. <laughs> yeah. My bold prediction, I'm going to be a uh, bias. Of course, but oh, no. I think that Zach Ertz will have two touchdowns. I think Carson Wentz will bounce back and oh, have poopy. a four-touchdown game. And I think we beat the Bengals by uh, 20, 20 to 25. That would be quite ballistic. Whoa. Yeah, that that's my whole prediction. Quite ballistic. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. We're, not, we're not going 0-3. Hey. They're, they, and if you they, do? And if they do, then, you know... Then they go on four. I guess I'll still love the Eagles, but they suck. <laughs> that's, that's about all I can say. There's not a whole lot to root for, so if they don't win this week, they're screwed. Yep. All right, well, I think that'll wrap up our first ever episode of the Fantasy Football Outsiders. Oh, man, Stefan doesn't even get to – he doesn't even get a bowl Oh, oh, go for it. Go for it. My bad. No, go for it. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, go, go. No, we're going with a little bias here, too. Let's just go with the Dolphins this week. Uh, I'd say if you got a Dolphins play in your lineup, start Mike Gusecki, start Devontae Parker, start Preston Williams. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win, but I'll, I'm saying it's a 34-28 game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. So. Dang. Sick. Some Dolphins. Patrick's going to air it out. Dolphins. All right, so I think that'll conclude our Week 2 hey, recap. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh. All right, so uh, yeah, that's that's about it. The uh, troll, troll. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, and I know uh, listen again. You know, uh, shout out uh, Jimmy and Tor- Thomas and uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan, and uh, you know, come on. Abraham Matron. Abraham Matron. Abraham This is for you, bro. Yeah. Hey, y- y- all of you guys got to be on the podcast at some point. I'm expecting it. Yeah. All right. All right. See Peace. you guys next time. Come on.